This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Alright, man. You know they say NBA ref got caught with a burner account. Oh shit. Defending his cause. Oh shit. <laughs> At least you really believe in the motherfuckers and shit. That's funny as hell. That is really fucking funny. Hey man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 314 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad and aka one half of the culture. And I got my brother with me. Jay, what up though? What up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's poppin'? And this week, we back with a nice movie review, man. We are here to review the new Hulu original. Um, and original, because it's a remake, but it is what it is. Uh, White Man Can't Jump. Starring, hold on, I want to get everybody's name right. Uh, my man Cinqua, Cinque, Cinque Walls. Uh, is it you? Cinque. It's, I think it's Cinqua. You got an A on the end, mm. but Cinqua Walls. Um, y'all might know him as Sean from Power. Um, Jack Harlow, Lance Reddick, the legend. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Tiana Taylor and Laura Harrier. Um, and also my nigga Vince Staples and uh, Jay Alphonse and uh, Dog from, from BMF. BMF who got killed first season. Lamar Man. Yeah. The, uh, you can't stop the rain, nigga. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, a lot of people in here, a lot of familiar faces, man. Um, a remake of the 1992 classic White Man Can't Jump. Um, but I don't even really like calling it a remake because this was really just like it was more of a reimagining. Right. Um, didn't really have nothing to do with the 1992 film outside of it being one white player, one bas- one black player. That was kind of it. Um, but no, re- there was one black player, one black yeah, they was doing a little hustles. Yeah, and yeah. both them shows was about the basketball and the hustling, but it was about that both of them relationship with their women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was similarities in that, but I'm like, that really was like most other every movie ever made. <laughs> like And then it, they was hustling to get Hustling, some money doing their thing on the basketball and, court. In order to get into a tournament. To yeah. Ultimately, like it was it, it was it was some there, but it, it definitely was not the deepest connection. You know what was similar though? And I actually didn't notice till uh, I watched White Man Can't Jump. You know, the same director did White Man Can't Jump that did House Party that came back out in January, the new House Party. Same director. The same director that did the new one. The new House Party did the new White Man Can't Jump. Oh, um, a dude named he goes by Calmatic. But his real name is Charles Kidd the second. Um, he directed the new House Party remake back in January with uh my man what's Emmett's name? I do this every time, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Emmett from the Shy. My bad. I can't think of your real name. Um and uh a lot of other people in there. LeBron James. So it's funny, LeBron James executive produced the House Party remake, and then Blake Griffin executive produced the white man can't jump remake. I'm like, what's dog little connection to LA basketball players? Something going on out here, bro. But yo, man, white man can't jump came out on Hulu last week. Initial thoughts, bro. Uh, I watched it on Sunday. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Um, it was a little feel good movie. Um, I laughed at some parts and shit. Uh, Surprisingly, I thought Jack Harlow did a, a, a pretty good job. Um, I mean, it's not like no Oscar worth or acting or no shit like that, but for what this type of film calls for, I think he, he did everything that this type of film calls for. I enjoy seeing Vince Staples in him. In there, he's getting to more into television. Yeah. Um, from this, from Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary. And um, if I'm not mistaken, he has a show coming out. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like we mentioned that on the pod. Yeah, whenever it got announced. Yeah, um, and this movie had like a whole bunch of people in it that like I thought it was good. 
Like I, I just I thought it was a, it was an enjoyable movie for what it was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wasn't going into it like it's just. I mean, it's a free movie on Hulu. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it went on Hulu instead of in theaters. I think that's the best place for it. I'm glad it was on a streaming service and not in theaters because that's the best place for it. Yeah. Especially nowadays, you know what I mean? Some things like that. I thought it was pretty cool, man. Um, I didn't feel. Opposite of how you felt like it, it was a cool movie Um, It was decent It was kind of mid But like not mid in a bad way It was just like it was It was nothing I mean again the acting wasn't The strongest acting in the world But I definitely never expected that from this The acting wasn't always the strongest in the OG one You know what I'm saying But I I, I was just very like middle On this movie dog Um, I it, think my, my man from BMF was like the comic relief throughout there. It was a couple of him and him uh, and Vince him, Staples, him and um, Jack Harlow character when they was talking about the race shit all the time. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like I laughed at a couple of them because like I love a good race joke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I laughed at a couple, but I also felt I don't know, bro. Like the the comedy in this didn't really land the way I wanted it to, man. Because they was definitely using Dog from BMF to be the comedic relief. That was apparent from the beginning. But I just felt like that nigga was just running on with the joke. Like, it was like he was talking through till he got to something funny, dog. Like, I, it was so many points where I just wanted Dog to... I was like, bro, all right, you trying to hard, man. And they put him on the dark humor side, like, yo, carjack him? Or, like- yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't landing for me. Um, I thought Vince was kind of funny in this. Uh, I'm with you. I, I fuck with Vince Staples heavy, so was happy to see him in this. And I actually just think as a... Like regular human being Vince Staples is funny as shit to me Um, So that worked Uh, I think the biggest thing for me That wasn't really It was a couple things that I just was like eh. But the biggest one was um, I didn't really feel the chemistry With Jack Harlow And and Cinqua Walls Like that Like they uh, Cinqua's character in the movie Name is Kamal Jack Harlow's was Jeremy I didn't really feel the two of them, the way I felt with with Sidney Dean and Billy Ho, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't really get that. And I know Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson at that stage of their careers were definitely much further along in their acting. Um, they have both been a part of classic cultural shit like several times over. Yeah, but we and we we already had a connection to them people too. True, Woody from um, Cheers and yeah. Wesley from everything, from Nigga, everything. That was that was the beginning of Wesley's run. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, it's hard for me to um, you know, I I use this analogy in basketball, where like it's different. Is for me at least, mm-hmm. it's difficult for me to quote unquote look up to kids who younger than me. Mm. So when we play watching basketball through the '90s, all them basketball stars were older than us. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't never, I didn't never look up to them like I want to beat them. But it's different watching basketball when this nigga was born after you was out of college or some shit yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And I wonder how much of an impact do some of them movies have because them people was older than me. You know what I'm saying? And I that's definitely- a question because like I don't know how that impacts me on basketball. Was I yeah. looking at? Like, was the 96 Bulls and all these teams, other than Jordan and Pippen, like, was that a great team? Or was we yeah. just like, like... This is just dope to be a part of. When we look at the Pistons back-to-back championship, we look at them guys like stars. Like Buddha Edwards and mm-hmm. Vinnie Johnson and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Microwave. All that, because we know them more intimately than the rest of the country probably look at them. And they probably look at that team like, man, that was a bunch of fucking journeymen. Mm-hmm. And Zeke, Doe Dumars, and Bill Lambeer. Yeah, niggas don't talk about the rest of them like that. Yeah, it's like that. The Pistons at that time was like Golden State right now. And I, what I mean by that is Draymond, mm-hmm. Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson. And everybody else. big three. And everybody else is interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Ours was... Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas, and Bill Lambeer. And, and Bill to Lambeer, an extent. Uh, now, John Sally. John them, Sally, that's what I was trying to think of. It's three, though. And then. Because it's a whole bunch of other people that do the Golden State shit. I feel like swap, swap Bill Lambeer, though, especially that second year, that back-to-back year for well, Dennis Rodman. 
Yeah, he was the three. But, like, but they had a three no matter it what. Was still Bill though, because Bill was still the leader of the team. The emotional, like Draymond is. Draymond, he, 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 he's, he damn near ass. You know what I'm saying? As far <laughs> as stats is concerned, and and bonehead, but he the emotional leader. Well, yeah, of the team. yeah, yeah. So everybody else, well, we, I, I, I don't look at that team like yo. These niggas were so great. It was yeah. So I don't know how much of an impact that has on my favorite movies and shit like that. We talk about this with music. When like yeah. when you coming of age, nigga, when that Lifetime Volume One came out. But I still feel like, like kind of to to the point you was just making about Draymond. Um, one hundred percent the emotional leader for Golden State. They go where he goes. Um, but when it comes to this movie. I think for me that might be what was missing. I ain't feel like there was any emotional leader for this movie, dog. Like it wasn't nobody. It wasn't one single character in this movie that I felt like kind of carried me scene to scene, plot to plot, like thing to thing. Like it just kind of felt like, like with the old white man can't jump. And this ain't even to compare them because again, these are two completely different fucking movies to me. Like they, I really don't think. I think half of where this movie suffered was naming it white man can't jump. Like even the, the moniker white man can't jump in the first one. It was actually a part of the movie. Like, yeah, they had their relationships and the race relations and, and all that. But like in the movie, the initial fucking time, them niggas had a run. Wesley kicked that nigga Woody the ball. He was cutting. He had an open layup. Wesley was like, yo, I got it to you. Why you ain't dunk? Nigga was like, oh, that's showboat, and I don't do all that shit. Then they won, like, later in the movie, they won a big tournament. I think it was, yeah. like, 10 bands. Nigga had won enough money for them to pay they, uh, they bookies, they loan shark debt, and then they passed the court. Wesley made a little snipe, like, yo, nigga, I bet you can't dunk over there. And that nigga was like, no, nah, nigga, bet your half of the winnings. We can't dunk. And got out there, dunked three times, missed all three. and couldn't. So it was like, white man can't jump was a thing in the first one. Yeah. It ain't had shit to do with this at all, nigga. Jack Harlow dunked he was like they just ain't have to call it that well they did play upon that from the very beginning it was like oh i get it you looking at because like the same the trope that white men can't jump in 1992 because like yo white people wasn't balling like that mm-hmm. we wasn't Facts. that's not that's not a thing it was like oh my god look at willie harrison because he can hoop but yeah. now we know they, they even said in this joint when he was white, like oh you you figured out I, I, I can't ball because i'm white like yeah. shit At the very least You should have knew I could shoot Cause don't y'all think All white people could shoot Yeah And then one of the dudes Even said that was the key line He was like Man y'all act like White people can't jump When he did that dunk He was like yeah. why, y'all, why y'all so happy You act like and That was cl- Comedic relief Was like Why y'all act like White men can't jump So I think they was Acknowledging it And going a different way With it Because Oh You doing this shit Cause I'm white He was like no nah, Cause you got a fucking Uh Sweater or such and such. Yeah, such and such. they had um. So Jeremy Jack Harlow's character, he was a, a former D one player, played at Gonzaga, but he was injury prone, so never made it to the league out of Gonzaga because his knees was just fucked up. Tore every MCL, ACL, ACC, AT and T. He tore all that shit. He never made it where he thought he was gonna go. BMF, big meat, all, all that, that all that, all that. Um, Kamal Cinque Walls's character. He was a high school prodigy. He was supposed to be a man. He had that relationship with his father, played by Lance Reddick. Um, it was supposed to be, you know, him against the world. He was going to go wherever the fuck he wanted to go, whatever college, make it to the league. It was all good. And then he was also, unfortunately, the high school phenom with an attitude. And his attitude got him into a fight during his senior year. And from there, it kind of fucked up his career. He punched a white dude. They was making fun of him. Said somebody's pop. Shit went crazy. It went left. And then his career never took off from high school, even though he was a phenom. So they related on some. We was both thinking we was going to make it. Did he go to it. prison or some shit? Yeah. Like, I feel like he got locked or went to juvie. He did something. It was his senior year, and he fucked up his whole shit. Like, never happened. Never went to college. Now he a fucking uh, parcel truck driver. Um, Jack Harlow out of Gonzaga with all the injuries. He's a trainer. Um, he trains folks at the local gym or whatever. Uh, he's also doing fucking yoga. He's selling, he just hustling. He's selling damn detox drinks. He trying to take care of his girl. She's an artist. 
She is she was a one dancer. of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Laura Harrier is a beautiful woman. She was on Auto American? No, no, no. She wasn't. Um, she was on, she had been in like some really dope fucking projects though. Uh, like she's a actual, like what really strong show actress. Up? What am I thinking about then? Um, well, she was the girl in Black Klansman. If you remember that, she was okay. on Intergalactic. She played, uh, the ex-girlfriend character. Yeah. Um, she did Spider-Man Homecoming. I remember that. She was on Spider-Man. Mike. Did you ever watch the Mike on Hulu? Nope. She was in that. She played, uh. Robin Givens. In Who's that. she playing Spider Man? I feel like she was like in Homecoming. She was like one of the fucking like high school students or like a friend or some shit. Like she she got that face where What's she could play name? like a Laura Harrier. Yeah, I was looking at her shit the other day. Um, let me go ahead and follow her on Instagram. You <laughs> <laughs> see that the other day. Yo, this woman is just beautiful though. Some artistic shit. Yeah, she like fucking model for everybody. Looking at her in the mornings before she wake up. Like, hey. You know what's funny? Um, for a while they broke up, but she was dating uh Clay Thompson for a while. They bought a dog and shit. Damn, Clay. Yeah, I don't I don't know what happened there, but they was dating for a minute, minute. Yeah, she started off modeling and then got into acting. And she's a really fucking strong actress. Like, I've seen her in some good shit and been like, damn, yo. She kind of killed that a little bit. Because what was it? She was in a, it was a Netflix joint. Oh, called Hollywood. That shit was good as hell. She killed it in that. Yeah. Mm. And then, even though it was, you know, animated joint, but her character in the, uh, the intergalactic, intergalactic shit was just... And they had that character looking just like her. They did a great job with the animation on that, man. But Laura Harry is fucking dope. And you, it had our girl in there, Tiana Taylor, man. Like, Tiana played... So, Laura Harrier was Jeremy's girl, uh, Jack Harlow. Tiana was Kamal's girl. Um, I did feel like that was something else that was missing, though. Like... Rosie Perez's character, even though she was clearly like the third fucking lead, like it wasn't like she was as nearly as much screen time as Woody and, and uh, Wesley, but her character had something to do with the movie. Like it was a real plot point in this one. I felt like it was just kind of like, yo, with, with Jack Harlow shit, it was like, yeah, my girl, an artist and I want to like do something so she can focus on her art. I don't want her, you know, hustling like I'm hustling out here. And then with, Come all, it was like, yo, yeah, I want to help my girl get a hair shop. Yo, trying to hide the fact that you, uh, so this was like a tale of two cities. Um, I don't want you to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Get that shit up. Yeah. Tiana's side is, nigga, play basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want you to get back into it. I want you to stop doing it, mm-hmm. which was pretty in- it's an interesting dynamic. I think it was, too, um, because of the reasons that each of them stopped playing, right? Like, with Jack Carlo shit, it was injuries, nigga. Like, I don't want you to play because I'm worried about your health, nigga. Oh, I cracked up when he brought Hennessy. I ain't love that. When she was like, uh, you just, and all the whole little. It was funny because it was a six year old party. (laughs) That was what made that funny to me, nigga. My favorite, you know, uh, drink. It's the vineyard. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool that. Lance I wanted more from Lance and Lance Reddick's character in Cinque Walls like I wanted to see their father-son dynamic more because we would like see it in little flashes and spurts throughout the movie but I'm like yo if y'all want me to see like or have an emotional connection to these two characters like show me more of that dog like we clearly see this man loved his son he trained him he hooped his mom was gone I didn't even realize until the second watch when they was on the ESPN thing at the beginning mm-hmm. when he grabbed his son's hand, his hands were shaking. Yeah. Because he had MS. Yeah. Um, I didn't even notice that the first time. So the director of the movie, he said, um, we had a couple of scenes that unfortunately we had to get rid of. One of them was a scene with Cinqua and Lance Reddick where we first see his father at the old folks home. It was a really good scene, really emotional. But where we had it in the movie... It felt a little slow. It was in the first act. Felt like it slowed down the first act just a tad. And I was like, damn, this is really hard to cut that. 
But, you know, it was the first time that we saw his father as like an older man who was dealing with this ailment. And they kind of shared a special moment. It was actually a really sweet scene. Unfortunately, it got caught on the director's floor. That's fucked up because that was the type of scene I would have liked to see. Release that shit on the DVD. I'm like, bro, this is Hulu. Like, what they told you that this scene. I'm like, all right, you had it in Act One. Move the shit to Act Three, nigga. (laughs) Like, I don't know, dog. It's stuff like that where I'm like, this was the emotional connection that I felt was missing from the movie. Um, Something else I, I, I. Swear I looked for it on both of my watches, dog. I didn't see it. When the fuck did them niggas decide they was finna start hustling, bro? Like, it just seemed like that shit just kind of happened after they hooped against each other the first time. Like, they was in the gym. They had the little shootout because the nigga was kind of testing his shit. And he was like, nigga, I'm single walls. We in my high school gym, blah, blah, blah. Shot the three. He missed the third when Jack Harlow came up, shot all three, hit him. And then next thing you know, it was like they was at the court hustling niggas. I'm like, well, no, they talked about um, Vince and them talking about this tournament. He was like, I ain't doing no fucking tournament. Um, then my man broke it when he was at the house. He broke dude phone, got mm-hmm. suspended from work. That was a uh, 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 fucking blood nigga from Insecure, by the way. Yes, yes, that was funny, yes. man. Um, broke that nigga phone and then got suspended. And he lost the $300, so he needed to pick up some money. He went and found dude, gave him his little water thing, and jug, jug back, and asked him in the parking lot to join the, do you want to hoop together, basically. And Man. then there was a commercial break. When that commercial break came back, it I thought it felt like I missed something in the movie. So that's how I felt, bro. It legit felt like them niggas had that. Because I remember what you're talking about when he sipped a little drink and all that shit. Like, I remember them having that convo. It literally, they came back from commercial break and it was like. A different scene and it was a different. I was like, hmm. It was like these and niggas I, running and I, fucking pickups all of a sudden. It's and like, I rewind yeah. it back. I'm like, oh, I didn't miss anything. Um, no, that was just. And that was the sort of transition that fell off to me, bro. But they said, let's hustle so we can get up to entry fee because entry fee was like $2,000 or some shit. Yeah, it was it was three bands and it was to get a free entry into the big tournament where the prize was 500000 But the entry fee for the big tournament was like 7500 or some shit like that. So they needed mad money. So it was like, all right, we got to get the entry fee. For the the smaller tournament, so we could win that and, and get a free entry into the big tournament. But um, before we go any fucking further in this shit, my man uh, name tag, shout out to you name tag for for coming through with the white man can't jump voice note, man. Curious what you thought about the film, dog. What up, though, y'all? It's name tag. This white man can't jump remake. I honestly, they could have just really named it something else. I get why they named it this or whatever is you know it's gonna bring in folks that you know remember the original and then obviously now these people got kids and now the kid is gonna want to see it because you got jack harlow fans and everything but um it wasn't whack it was a decent enough watch but just not decent enough to where i would be like man i'm gonna go watch that a second time you know what i mean compared to because you got to compare it to the original of course compared to the original the original just had um, the original just seemed more upbeat. I think even with the the difference in the characters, the two lead characters or whatever, uh, like Wesley Snipes' character, Sidney Dean, you know, he was way super extra. Like he was super extra that made his character. You know what I'm saying? And um, you got this one in the remake, and both characters just were pretty much like bland. I guess that's the word that I'm looking for, like bland for the most part, to where. Even though it had its funny moments, some of it fell kind of flat because of that. Um, but nonetheless, it still had a, a few humorous moments in there. I thought Vince Staples did his thing. Side note, uh, J. Alphonse Nicholson made an appearance in this um, as one of the, uh, I guess, gangsters or whatever. Uh, and it's racist. I'm thinking like with all this stuff going on with Jonathan Majors over at Marvel is we see that Marvel has invested a lot into Jonathan Majors. And when I saw J. Alphonse Nicholson, I'm like, yo, if they were to do a recast for Kang the Conqueror, would he be ideal for that role? Uh, J. Alphonse, that is. 
Looking forward to y'all thoughts on the uh, the remake of this movie. Y'all be easy. Peace. Yo, name Peace, name tag. tag. Yo, you just came through with a wild ass. He would he would body that shit. Bam. J. Man, Alphonse he would body that shit. Will body whatever, nigga. I have mad. Fa- you know he gonna be in the um the uh, Ryan Murphy FX version of the shit that went on with the L.A. Clippers owner, the racist nigga. They doing that, and J. Alphonse plays like Chris Paul or some shit. Like, Side note: Randomly, I went and listened to those tapes again. Oh shit! I thought you was about to say seven pounds of pressure. Uh, yo, that nigga never actually said anything racist on them on them uh the Clippers owner on them tapes. Mm. What it sounded like was to this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you can't be seen out with that nigga <laughs> <laughs> because my friends, them niggas, right? They gonna fall. Like, you can't. He said, nigga, you could be who friends. He said, you can fuck them. I don't care what you do. You just can't. Like, you representing me out here. Well, look, I think you you making me look bad in front of my friends. His statement might have been true, and this was like a, a. And now when I when I when I listen to it again, you can tell the bitch is trying to set the nigga up the whole time because she mm. recording it, and the way she was asking questions, and he don't know he been recording. Like, yo, this is the time for you to get off. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that nigga or some shit like that. He never he never said that. He never said no slur, and he was always like, you said you. I don't but care I get, if you fuck them niggas. He was like, I get calls. I get caught. Like, yo, these niggas harassing me. Like, well, the the whole point of the tape was he said not, nigga. Not granted, uh, can't say nigga. I I didn't hear him say it. I feel like he said nigga. Donald Sterling. That's that nigga. Yeah. I couldn't think of that shit for nothing. Now, granted, that don't mean he not a racist because I didn't heard so much different shit he didn't did. I'm just talking about that one individual tape. Fam, Donald Sterling was racist far beyond we ever heard that damn tape. Um, but J. Alphonse will be in that. I think he's playing Chris Paul. He might be playing somebody. Why else. is there a movie about that? They doing a show. It's Why a series? It's on. Uh, like you want to hear about the story? Like why? Why? It's part of. Um, you know, Ryan Murphy did the OJ series. He did the uh, Bill Clinton shit. So it's like, I think that shit is called like American Crime or American Scandal yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but that shit ain't, that's not a big enough. Like, what, I don't personally give a fuck about that shit at all. I don't care, but Ryan Murphy like faux for faux with them them little American Crime shows. So I'm watching it. Like and Bill, that wasn't a crime, but. Like Bill Clinton and all that. That's that's like a major. Yeah, yeah. No, that's big I shit. I give a fuck about this nigga Donald Sterling. And some hate. I'm all over it. Mainly because I hate the Clippers, nigga. So I want to see them niggas. Uh, and I just want to see my nigga J. Alphonse get his shit off, man. Like in some uh, non. Uh, I was about to call that nigga Paperboy. What's that nigga name on uh, P Valley? I am blanking on that nigga name on P Valley. Yeah. What the fuck is J. Alphonse Nicholson name on P-Valley? Lil Murder. Some non-Lil Murder shit. I want to see my dog keep getting this shit off, man. That nigga got knocked out cold twice. And that second, the Jack Harlow one was a little aggressive. Man, I felt like he said nigga. Cracking the fuck up when they bring that fucking flamethrower out. Because I'm like, yo, what's yo, going on? So that was. You know, Eli has a company called The Stupid Company who sells flamethrower. The flamethrower, yeah. For no reason. There's zero reason that you should just go buy the fucking $200 flamethrower. Like, why is that available, dog? Well, since I'm down with Elon now, so I'm going to buy the flamethrower. Yo, Kari, yeah. come with it? That bitch should have been in the whip, right. nigga. Um, but no, so the scene with the flamethrower was actually pretty fucking funny because uh, that was that was the new version of the classic scene from the OG one when dog said, I'm about to go to the car, get my gun, I'm coming back. Shoot all you niggas, dog. Because he found out he got fucking hustled. When the nigga said getting the flamethrower, I'm thinking, oh, that's they slang for the for the street sweep. Because I've heard niggas say the flame. Yeah. So the flamethrower don't sound too far off that. Nigga, when you pull out an actual flamethrower, <laughs> that nigga said, no, that nigga got a flamethrower. <laughs> and who was he? Who was he with? And how did he already have it one second after J. Alphonse got punched, nigga? <laughs> Cause it was like old girl was talking, nigga, and next thing you know, dog was right there with the flamethrower, nigga. That shit was actually pretty fucking funny. I ain't gonna lie. Um, how they got away from them niggas was the wildest shit ever, though. Like, nigga, really, this nigga pushed the dumpster and shit. It was a good idea, though. It wasn't bad because it was on your ass, nigga. <laughs> because you in a drop top, nigga. While they people shooting at you, nigga. Oh, they was on your ass. Um, let's talk about uh. 
Tiana Taylor and Kamal for a minute, man, uh, or Cinco Walls, or whatever. So you know, she that's his. They was married, right? This was like his wife. Um, they got a, a kid. She does hair out the crib. She's saving up. They saving up so she can get a shop. This is kind of like his motivation, right? We working so we could stack. She can get her shop. Her girl hates this nigga, yo. Um, hates that he ain't able to provide consistently. Hate that she be giving him bread on the rent. He don't be coming through with what he's supposed to come through with. He always mad late doing shit he said he was going to do. Her friend was like mad influential. She was letting her girl pop off like a little bit. I'm not a fan, dog. I do not like when your friends be that deep in your fucking relationship, bro. Like, where they fucking that comfortable saying... They could talk to you because you they friend, but they that comfortable saying wild shit when I'm right there. I don't love that, dog. Stay out of my business. Because now... Or stay you, out of our business. You can be in her business, but not our you business. You and ours, dog. Because why you know that uh, she be having to cover my half of the rent sometimes? I don't need you to know that, bro. I'm talking about that 50-50 love. <laughs> Yo. Not 7 to 30. Not 6 why Why people was mad that Gabrielle Union said her and D-Way go 50-50? You know, they 50-50 is like most of y'all like 200-200s. Well, it's like when the cost don't fucking matter, who cares who's going 50-50? Fam, it don't matter. Fam, we've, we've joined forces with her however many millions she might have had and his hundreds of millions. And now, guess what, nigga? My debit card, his debit card. It don't fucking matter, bro. I guess it is kind of... Quote unquote wild when like I I have way more money than you and we still split. <laughs> well, that was a Blackberry letter we did, remember? Yeah, but I feel like in their case, right? Because yeah, clearly D Wade has way more money than he got way more money than most of the world. Okay? But <laughs> they married. I'm sure their money is conjoined. Like it's a thing. It's it's all together. And now I'm a working woman. I gotta yeah, and like Gabby wasn't struggling before. That nigga, she fine. They can go 50-50, I promise, because they pulling it out of one account, nigga. That's his debit card, her debit card. It's the same fucking bank account, bro. Y'all be so mad at people who's... I'm not talking about Dwayne Wade. Yeah, yeah, facts. But, like, two people in a relationship who, like, love each other, and you mad that (laughs) they pay for things for each other. Like, you know I committed to this person for life? Man, you know what be funny? I always be laughing when uh, girls post shit like... um, um, he spoiled me, but trust I spoil him too. Like, no, you don't, because you never say what you do. Like, you always just say like, trust he taking care of. Y'all seen a meme last night, nigga? About like three a.m. last night, I go to the fucking bathroom. I'm looking on my phone. I see a meme. That's just it. <laughs> nobody. Then it was like women. <laughs> he pay rent. I wash dishes. <laughs> Like, how's... That's not even, bro. That's wild, dog. Like, I get men provide all that shit, all whatever, whatever. That's fine. Y'all want to do laws of nature and all that shit. That's cool. But, nigga, if things go the way that y'all say they should go, I really don't understand what the benefit is. Y'all think, like, oh, I bought this nigga, like, a good birthday gift one time out the year, and that nigga paid fucking... 30000 in uh, rent for the year. Like, it's different. You bought me an outfit for my birthday. Come on. It's supposed to be equal. Come on. That outfit you bought me wasn't, that wouldn't cause, cover the cost of rent and groceries, nigga. Like, oh. Definitely not 12 months in a row. Oh, I made some Alfredo. Boy, I want some Alfredo bad as hell. I, I don't know if I've had Alfredo since like the 2000s, nigga. I do not be eating chicken Alfredo, bro. That is just not my thing. That I think Detroit like wore that out. They wore that out. Um, but no, dog. I didn't love Tiana Taylor's friend the way she was coming at that nigga because she was just too much in a business. Um, and I'm also like, when you be that friend, like, yo, if you know that he's struggling and you know his job ain't paying him what it need to pay for him to take, like, help, like, throw some suggestions out there, nigga. Yeah, bitch, help the bear. Like, yo, nigga, hey, I got a friend who you know. He be needing help over here at his restaurant. Or like, put a nigga on, bro. Don't complain without a fucking solution, nigga. I had a boss tell me that early in my career. Don't come to me with no problems if you don't already have a solution, nigga. Like, I want to hear fucking solution-oriented strategy, nigga. I do not want to hear all your fucking problems. So I don't want to hear you tell me how much of a bum I am, my nigga. Like, shit, I was supposed to be a hooper. It ain't, it ain't work out, nigga. Um, with Jack Harlow... 
he was living in his his parents' former apartment. They retired and moved away and shit. He kept a crib. Cause it's fucking financially, it was fiscally responsible for him to keep the crib he grew up in, nigga. It made sense. It wasn't too expensive. He moved his girl in, they had space, but he wasn't really making enough to like cover the crib and then like do extra shit. So they date nights was kind of light. She was having a hustle just as hard as him selling her art and shit. She was an artist and a dancer. She was doing everything she could to bring some cheese to the table. He was trying to take care of her and just provide a better fucking space. I wasn't mad at none of that because this is definitely very similar to the old movie in that sense, right? Woody Harrelson was trying to get them out of debt so him and fucking Rosie Perez could do their thing, find some stability. They was on the run most of the These motherfucking D's, Rosie Perez. And he was also supporting her dream to get on Jeopardy, which was... Just the most awesome shit in the world And then she made all that cheese at the end Once she actually got on the show Wesley was trying to move his family out the hood Had his wife and his son And he wanted them to get the fuck out the projects Nigga, He was a part-time realtor Part-time salesman He did mad shit And also did the hustles on the basketball court Trying to get his family out the fucking uh, The uh, Vista Whatever that shit was called the Vista View. It wasn't no view or no motherfucking Vista, his wife says. So he was trying to get them a house so they could get the fuck off the block, man. And um, fortunately, they was both able to do their thing. So in the new movie, I'm like, yo, how are we going to get there, right? Because they ain't win that first big tournament. The one they stacked up that little three bands for. Fucked that up quick. They fucked that right on up, man. They got into it. At the thing, it wasn't really fucking going the right way, nigga. And they got beat in the tournament when they got to the... Was they in the finals? I think they like got to the finals and got beat. Yeah, that might have been the second game. It low key might have been the second fucking game, bro. Them niggas got washed out there. They got cooked, and then it was like, oh shit, hey, right, where they gonna go from here? But because I was wondering, like, all right, what well, that was about to happen? Because when y'all stack three bands to make it into this tournament, so you could get a free entry into the bigger tournament that costs more to enter, and then you lose the entry tournament. I don't see y'all getting that seven bands or ten bands or whatever it was gonna cost for the new joint, but. They got back to hustling. They did their thing. Tiana Taylor threw a couple bands in. She had her little money stacked up. And she was, that's another reason I don't like when the friend be all in your business. Cause she was really ride or die for that nigga. She was holding shit down, bro. Like, nigga, I let y'all turn my fucking house into a salon. Yeah, nigga. And like, could your husband do that? When she gave that nigga a few bands that he needed to at least get started on sav- saving up for the big tournament, she was like, yo, nigga. Go win the money, nigga. You want to pay me back? Go win the fucking bread, dog. Man, I'd be terrified. That shit was worth 500000 nigga. You better go hoop your ass off. But we find out the niggas, well, Kamal's, not Jack Harlow, Jeremy's, Kamal's hesitation with basketball these days was related to his dad, man. His dad got sick. He had MS. The shit got worse. We see it over time. His pops is in a wheelchair. He need help. He getting sicker and sicker. And then his pops end up in the hospital before the big tournament. Um, kind of knew he was going to pass. Really didn't love to see that just because I'm like, God, dog. Like, how many near the end of his life movies did Lance Reddick play a character that died in the movie? Like, it happened in fucking John Wick. Now it's happening in this movie. It threw me off. But when he went to go see his pops in the hospital, nigga, he basically told him, like, yo, nigga. You are not a failure, dog. Like, you can do this shit. You can do whatever. You still the fucking phenom that I remember from high school that I trained up. Like, get your ass out there on that court and go hoop. Go win that half a milli, my nigga. Half a milli is a lot for a basketball tournament, dog. For some street ball shit? It's only $47 in in Los Angeles. But, like, here, man, that's a lot. Oh, and they split that four ways, nigga? Yikes. Buck 25 will get you nowhere, nigga. Oh, now y'all homeless in L.A. Shout out to that. If you're not Greg, you ain't really got no cheese in L.A. Just being honest, nigga. Greg, what up? Um, Yo, man. I'm just keeping a butt. Shit was all right, man. It was all right. It was a cool. I mean, it was a, it was one to no beginning, middle, end. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and that, that's what it was. We, it was we, straightforward, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't. we didn't. Super duper hide the plots This is a, a journey Yeah It's a journey To 
overcome a situation. We overcome it a little bit. Then yeah. we get pushed back. Then we go up. Then we get pushed back. Then we go over. We finally get that thing. It's a big emotional response. Like, yay, yeah. we, we finally got it. We went. We made it. And my relationships work. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think I really wish that they didn't fucking... Um but if this movie Call was called anything else, they would be like, everybody would be like, yo, this is white man can't jump. It's two basketball players, a white man, a black man. They might have said that. on in there and playing the basketball tournament to get money. And both of them got different relationship issues that they trying to figure out. Nigga, they was going to be like, nigga, this white man can't jump. Y'all they might have said that. But like on the flip side, though, it ain't like we ain't never seen two similar movies before. You know what I'm saying? Coach Carter and Sunset Park had the same fucking plot. Same color jerseys damn near. But it was like, Ain't nobody look at Coach Carter and be like, this is Sunset Park. It just is what it is, dog. Like, name that shit something else. Because in this case, I really feel like it didn't benefit from being called White Man Can't Jump. I actually think that they set a, a different expectation that didn't need to be there. I don't know. Because if you just tell me what's some random ass Jack Harlow movie coming out on Hulu. I'm oh, not, I'm probably not watching. Yeah. So it helped because. Yeah. But I ain't really a Jack Harlow fan like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who is? That sound worse than what I mean. <laughs> you feel me? And also, he way too tall for him not to be able to dunk. So that that wasn't gonna be a a thing. Couldn't be a thing. Well, you know what though? Nah, let me let me back that up because I know some niggas that's tall as hell and can't dunk. And I I literally was calling them tall for no reason back in high school, bro. Like niggas couldn't palm the ball. It was like, bro, you six four. What is you doing, dog? Um, look. Somebody posted in the Facebook group, and I don't know that this had anything to do with White Man Can't Jump or if it's just a meme that's relevant, but it says, instead of remaking great movies, they should remake bad movies that were based on good stories yeah, but didn't that. meet the expectations. And I kind of love that idea. I do. And I kind of want to make like a list. What movie you would, yeah. I want to I wanna really episode. think about that, dog, because that's something. Nigga, if we being honest... As much as I love Menace to Society, if they ran that shit, not ran it back, but had like different actors, mm-hmm. Lorenz Tate got to stay. Yeah, Lorenz is Lorenz. He can be there. But like different act, like that shit could be like from great to greater. What if, Who could play Kane? Or like who not could, but like who would? Frankly, I could see Damson as Kane. Um, Charles S. Dutton could stay. Samuel, as the dad for them two minutes, can stay. Stacy was straight. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some of the characters, yeah. some like, of them oh, characters did their thing. Now, MC8 got to stay. Go. MC8 got to stay. I'll tell you why you got to go. Why you got to go? Come on, niggas. <laughs> that one line. <laughs> I fucking hate that one line. I love MC8. Come on, niggas. I'm going to tell you where you got to stay. Other than that Both of y'all niggas Acting, acting like, like some, some Motherfucking bitch. bitches Right now I'm slinging all this Motherfucking uh, Dope in the hood Ain't got no snaps On a Petra Dog Do you know That The minute After he I shot that car, nigga One You is not Undershooting A fucking 44 Desert Eagle Like that He ran When, when my man was like yeah, hey, yeah, yo, yeah, homie, You yep, need some help yep, yep. Pop, You're not pop. You know, your hand is touching the ground, okay? When you shoot that bit, your hand is going to, like, you, you're not doing that. Up in the nigga, like, and then the body leaning on you when you shoot him. Not happening. Yeah. But, yeah. other than that, <laughs> but that, come on, niggas. I hated that, dog. <laughs> I'll just delete that point. Nigga, the minute I got a car, the very first thing I said was, who got some snaps on a Petro? For sure. So, MCA got to stay off snaps on a Petro, because I feel like he made it up. And he got to stay because he made straight up menace, nigga. And that just, you know, it, it, there was not too many more perfect songs for a soundtrack than straight up menace, nigga. Fucking baby bottle. Damn. Like, nigga, loved it. Um, menace could definitely be improved with some slight cash changes. That's a fact. I feel like it'll be more effective. Cinematography and shit, it'd be just like, it's, it's, 30 years later yeah, <laughs> You know what I'm saying yeah. But uh But that wasn't a bad movie though No 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 We are Menace is legendary Nigga it's one of my favorites What's but a bad movie That uh That had a good plot Um Shit this one I thought that uh That one shit with Lakeith Stanfield 
Where he was uh like the phone shit. Yeah. That shit started off straight and it just went they kinda, weird. They went weird and complicated when they didn't yeah, need to. Yeah, like they this could be a different this could have been different. Like yeah, what happened? Yeah. Like it got um, really weird. Hold up, because that was I actually watched that maybe a month ago. Uh because it was on Netflix for a minute. Um and I just threw that shit on. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, that was a pretty uh like you said, a really decent start, and then it just got kind of overweight. On paper, you're like, oh, I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, we going. That that could be a good episode, dog. Uh, to the homie Marquise, man, we about to we about to steal your meme and turn that into a fucking pod, man. Um, yo, bro, white man can't jump on Hulu, man. If I was to grade it, I'm a I'm a give it Watch a C it with minus, the kids. Man. Definitely watch it with the kids. I will say though, it seems real. Younger adult So to yo The point you was kind of making At the top of the pod Where you was like Yo you know With the with the older basketball players And shit like Did the film Basically did the other film Feel different Cause them niggas was mad Older than us in 92 Um I feel like The basketball piece Of this Could have been the difference And the reason I say that Cause I've been on this pod several times and said, yo, I enjoyed the house party remake. It was a five minute piece in there with kid Cuddy that I thought went, it was kid Cuddy and the Illuminati. I thought they went a little too long in the tooth with that. They got weird. It went from like, okay, this is kind of funny to like, all right, now y'all niggas dragging it. But other than that, I thought the uh, house party remake was actually pretty straight. I had a couple good laughs and it felt good. Even though it was a youthful movie, it felt good. This one, it ain't feel similar to me. And now that I know the same director did both, I'm thinking maybe it is something to your basketball theory. Like, yo, watching these young niggas hoop like that, it just ain't resonating the way that it would have if I was movie stars that you like seven, eight years old, bro. Like movie stars, I hear niggas say Denzel overrated. Oh hell no! Nah. We gotta and start shooting is, them niggas. Oh, he played the same character every time. Where the flamethrower? I'm like, you know what? But they a lot younger than me. Ten years younger than me. So they missed the window where no, this nigga too old for me to look up to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was in that white, that right age gap, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much impact it plays, or if it plays any, or I'm sure it plays something. I don't know what that percentage looks like. It's, like, just, it's something young, there Younger kids might look up Like nigga that's Jack Harlow Yeah And like oh yeah. I wanna fuck with it Yeah Like I, th- I think he did good enough In this movie for Somebody to give him Another shot at acting I think Jack Harlow I've never seen This much personality from him I don't really I don't listen to his interviews And no shit like that I tell you what I tell you what And I know that there was A thing on It, it literally was a thing On like episode Seven or eight Of Dave on FX, but I think Lil Dicky would have been better in this role, nigga. I think he would have been funnier and a little more believable. Cause Jack Harlow, it wasn't that cause to your point, Jack Harlow wasn't bad in this movie. It was just like dry a little, dog. And I'm like, I don't know if that was Jack Harlow or just the fucking script and the material that they was given. I will say this though. I want to see um Cinque Walls and some more stuff. I want to I I feel like Sean got like a a good presence on screen now, dog. Like on Power on the OG Power, he kind of he was the young kind of coward he back something a little else, bit, right? Cause we, uh, we we just talked about him because I was like, is he getting his number called? Because he in something else. Oh yeah, we just um he was in a hold on Cinque Walls. American Soul, we know that, we know that. He was just in... You know what? It's in something that's coming up. It ain't out yet. Oh, uh, The Blackening, the joint that I was just mentioning on the last pod. He's in The Blackening that comes out in like two weeks. Um, Him, uh, Yvonne Orji, bunch of other people who's, uh, whose face you might recognize from some of the cultural black shows. So, um, no, man, Sean... Cinco Walls is having a, a good little moment right now, man. And I don't, I don't say little to like belittle it. Like it's just, it's a nice moment for him. But I will say in this movie, I can definitely see him carrying something. I'm just hoping that he, 
gets the material that he needs to carry like some real successful shit, man. Cause I actually think he has a, um, a commanding presence on screen dog. Like I, I was ready to see what he was going to do in this film. Also, some I didn't know about Cinco Walls, um, in real life, he actually hooped at the university of San Francisco. Um, so he was a, a basketball player turned actor when his career didn't go beyond college. Um, but the wild part is he had two stunt doubles. He actually was not hooping in his movie for real. Nigga. I thought that was a really fucking wild fact. Like, nigga, you're probably the only nigga in this movie who hooped for real. And you wasn't hooping. Dog. That shit was kind of wild. Um, also wish that they would have done like the wide, long shots when they was doing the basketball scenes. Because they, they, they split them up. They was choppy. It was like we was literally seeing like one play at a time. Like, yeah, I think that's an editing thing. I don't know if they captured the right footage or whatever, or they something was going on because I noticed that too. Yeah. Some of them was really close up. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder was was something in the background they couldn't get the the court cleared all the way or some shit. And you know, something else that I peeped. Um, damn near all of the basketball scenes in the updated White Man Can't Jump were shot from behind. Like it was all from behind. Like it was, it was, it was weird how they handled the the filming of the actual basketball scenes. I, I thought they was a little, little choppy. because the other one, these was for real wide long shots of these niggas hooping for like 10, 15 minutes at a time. <laughs> and it was like, yo, this is great, nigga. This is one take type shit. This one, it was like, yeah, dog, we just chopping up mad little. It was like niggas would do one move, and it was like, all right, cut, cut, cut. They was, I don't know, they was splicing together shit in this one. It, it made it feel, the basketball action didn't feel as natural as the uh, the OG one did, man. But, um, yo, man, it's, it's definitely a film that you want to sit down and watch with the kids. I think the young folks would have fun with this. Um, And, I again, I, I think that it's, Decent enough to to definitely sit down and check out Jack Harlow. To your point, he did well enough that I don't think he might not get another acting role in his career. Like, no, nah, it might be something else coming Jack Harlow way from what he did in this. And then, like I said, he just appeared on uh, on Dave on FX and had a cool little funny scene with uh with Lil Dicky man. Um, Cinco Walls. Hope you get some more Tiana Taylor. Really, really, we just talked about how impressive you were, and you uh you retweeted it. So salute to that. Um, not just in this movie, but in the uh a thousand and one film as well. So I'm really hoping to see Tiana Taylor and more. And then Laura Harrier, she been doing her thing for years, so she gonna stay in some shit. But um, yo man, check out White Man Can't Jump on Hulu. It's there right now. Should be right at the top because they've been promoting the hell out of it. Um, get your streams on over this long Memorial Day weekend. And, fellas, if you outside hooping this spring, this summer, man, make sure you go to manscaped.com. Enter promo code TWIC for 20% off and free global shipping. Clean them nuts up, punk. Till then, man. I'm Ant. That's Jay. Episode 314.